This episode, I'm the one telling the story. And the reason I'm telling the story is because something fantastical happened. I went on a date. I don't date a whole lot, but every now and again, I might just decide to do something with myself and this is what happened. It was kind of spur of the moment. And I had some uh, second thoughts about it before going into it, but I did it anyway, because I'm a grown up and I can handle myself. At least I thought I could until this date occurred. Well, I had my buddy Jay here to kind of help me navigate this storytelling. And it picks up right from the beginning. And if you can hear my phone's chiming, and maybe it's the young lady I went on a date with. So let me check my phone while you listen to the By Chance podcast. Yo, so uh, let me let me tell you about this date I had the other day. Uh, Bye. It was, it was, it was nuts. So honestly, it was more like an interview. It was an interview for a job. And I don't, I don't think I got the job. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, young lady met off Tinder or whatever. You, you know what Tinder is, right? They, they nap swiping, you know, you like, yeah. you don't like, whatever, whatever. Swipe left, swipe right. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah. So I think I swiped with her on a, Tuesday and I reached out on a Wednesday and I met her that Wednesday night for the first time, which is kind of kind of different, but whatever, just to give you a little background on the young lady. She's a little bit older than me. Um, her profile said some things that were a little questionable. It, it definitely led to the to the illusion that she was looking for a husband. And um, but I, you know, I just went along with it anyway. So we sent messages and they were kind of like broken up and disjointed or whatever. Uh, throughout the course of the day and then towards the end of the day you know around the five o'clock hour where most people get off work she uh she said you should give me a call or no that's that's not right that's a lie she told me she was at a happy hour and she had some free time maybe we should get together and again bro this okay. is this is day one day one and this is like an oddity in the realm of online day so apprehensive as i am i said all right well let, let's talk on the phone first. And that should have been like, that phone conversation should have been like the first flag that this wasn't right. Because <laughs> we spent the entire three or four minutes apologizing to each other for not trying to sound too forward, if you will. Because my idea was simple. It was like, yo, um, I don't really know you. You don't really know me. The weather's nice. How about we meet at a well-lit place and then decide if we want to keep it going from there, right? So, like, I don't know. There's a parking lot, a gym, a whole bunch of lights there because it was it was in her neighborhood. And she said no because um, uh, she didn't want me to know what kind of car she drove or whatever else. What if she needs to make a getaway? Uh, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, like, what? cool. All right, you, it's, it's creepy because it's creepy to me too. It's a little creepy. Um, so... We decide instead to go to an Applebee's um, near where she lives at. And took about, it said, we'll meet in an hour. Cool. Get to the Applebee's. I guess we picked the wrong Applebee's on the wrong night because it was the live music night and it was a DJ. 
and so it was it was pretty much <laughs> okay <laughs> super loud music wall-to-wall bumping right and it's packed because it's that night so she sends me a text message as i pull up because she gets there a little bit before me but i'm on time because i'm always on time and she says i'm at the bar i have on a um cream colored cardigan now here's the thing to keep in mind we don't really know anything about one another i can't even really remember her name right it went from you know a, her name. yeah because like it's there in the app but if you're not really paying attention you know what i'm saying like you're not really you're just saying things back and forth like you're not really so you like just swiped right and was like yeah let's hook up yeah <laughs> yeah let, let's, okay. let's meet let's meet and you know sounds, hours, sounds promising it 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 wasn't um uh you, you know tinder has this thing this this about being like a hookup app and it, i really wasn't out for the hookup like i'm always out for a story and this is apparently what it was um so we meet i come inside the music's blasting i'm looking around because it's a you know a big enough bar that should be sitting anywhere and she says there's a seat or a stool right next to her she just so happens to be sitting directly in front of the dj and the dj speakers and so I come in, I sit down, nice to meet you. We make the smallest of small talk. And um, first, she looks like her picture. Um, second, she she kind of gave me that look of, uh, nigga, you made it. Like, like she wasn't relieved or normal. Like it was some little attitude about it. Like just a little bit of attitude. I was on time though, so I, I don't get the attitude. And then um, we just right. started the small talk, um, general questions, how's your day going? But you couldn't really ask those questions because the music's blasting and like on full tilt. So I got to lean into her ear and yell, how was your day today? Or and she has to lean back <laughs> into my ear and yell, pretty good. And I'm sitting here like, we're at Applebee's, bro. Like I shouldn't be yelling at Applebee's just to have small talk, <laughs> to try to, to casually get to know somebody. Um, so she ordered a drink and then I was like, just kind of looking around cause there's a lot going on in the place and we're still making small talk. And it's, then this is where like the date becomes the interview. Um, okay. She then asked me, how do you feel about black women? Oh um, Lord. So loaded question. Fuck loaded. Like, I don't even know what to do at that point because I'm like, how do I feel about what, who, what? Um, now, to paint the picture of this young woman, uh, brown skin, dreadlocks, uh, I guess moderate weight in comparison to her height. She's very short. She's probably like 4'11". I didn't know that until we started to walk. But anyway, um, so I'm black. For the, for the listeners out there, I'm pretty black. Um, in fact, my first name is made up. It's a word you've never heard of before. So I'm real black. Uh, <laughs> Jay is just to make it easy on you guys. The Brickenshaw Travers. Yeah, Jay is just to make it easy on you guys. But um, so immediately when she says, "How do you feel about black women?" I'm just like, "I don't, uh, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm supposed to. Y'all cool? Like that's what I'm thinking. I'm not saying anything because a, it's too loud in there with bass thumping music to have a real conversation. And b, I'm just not ready for this. And then she uh, adds the line of. Because you know we're having a hard time right now. Um, did you see the video from the George Lopez stand-up? I said no. I saw the headline, but I didn't really see the video. 
However, right. I don't think this place is the, the the timing and the mood and the setup. This isn't the place for that conversation. Maybe we should try to go somewhere else. She said, yeah, it's kind of loud and agreed and walked out. And then she paid her tab for a drink and then we walked outside. And then from there, she said she didn't really want to. And then that's when we stood up next to each other. And I'm about six feet, maybe six one in shoes. And she was way, way down. I was like, oh, this lady is very tiny. Um, so as we're walking out, she's like, um, we can sit in my car, sit in your car. Okay, let's sit in my car. So we go to my car, uh, cut the music on a little bit. It's not cold outside. So, you know, we can sit in the car without it like being ridiculously cold or seeing your breath or anything like that to have this conversation. And then the interview begins. So, I know you you married, right? You married. When, yeah, yeah. When was yeah. the last time? When was the last time you've been on the first date? What? How many years <laughs> ago was that? About six years ago. And and from that, like you you know you ask questions, but you don't ask questions. If you know what I'm saying, like. You just, yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. You ain't you're not asking uniformed kind of. Uh, direct information questions you're just trying to get people a person's dislikes and likes and things of that sort you like you like that's what you're, that's what you're supposed to get yeah yeah you right? know you might ask questions like you like chicken yeah i like chicken right. too yeah right what was the last funny movie you saw uh you know i don't know anything like it it tends to be a conversation and in, in any like not just first dates but probably any date this wasn't that this was clearly an interview I can't remember the exact order, but we never actually got back to the whole black women question because she was firing off other questions. Um, mm. One of like her, <laughs> one of her more interesting questions was, um, she asked me, you know, if I had kids, and we talked about it before via like the the chat or the text or whatever. And right. I said, um, yeah, 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 I've got kids, two boys, uh, ten and six. And then she said, and how does that make you feel? <laughs> she was hitting you with the Dr. Phil. What the? How, my, my nigga, um, that's like saying, you got oodles and noodles? And how does that make you feel? It, it's just one of those things like, I got it. How, yeah. do you, how do you think those oodles and noodles will taste? Like, like what? Like the pack of seasoning I put in. So she asked me, how does it make, and I, and I had that look of, um, my eyes got real big because I couldn't believe that was coming out of somebody. How does that make you feel knowing that you have kids? And she didn't elaborate. It wasn't like she explained even further what she actually meant. No, 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 no. How does that make you feel? And all I could say was- Is she a psychiatrist or something? I think she's an English teacher, bro. Like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) This story makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. It doesn't, but but this this is what happened. This is what, this, this is what happened. So I said, they cool? Like, what am I supposed to feel? I don't, I don't know. Um, I had babies and now I'm responsible for them. Like, I don't know how I should feel. Um, she uh, then went on to ask the question of, uh, so what happened? Cause you, you know, when, when you start down the road of children, uh, you then ask about the relationship with the kid's mom or the other parent or, or whatever. And she asked. Like, so how come it didn't work out with you and their mom? And I'm just like, because it didn't? Uh, Like, she don't know my history. I don't know her history. But I ain't been with a mama in a long time. 
a long, long time. And I just, my explanation of, you, you know, it just wasn't, it wasn't quite enough for her. She wanted more. Um, specifically what was about that, that didn't work. And I'm telling you, bro, she, from what I understand about her background, she taught like English or history or something like that. And that was another thing she said. She said, um, in order to be with her, you needed to have a knowledge of American history, race unimportant. She said, race unimportant, race unimportant. And she also said, um, she's looking for a man to step in as the leader of the household and a non-perverse stepfather. And I was like, what? What? Yeah, you see, you got it. You you right there with me. What? <laughs> what? Um, there were flags, there were signs. But so, you know, talk my baby mother talked about past relationships. Um and uh with that, she told me because she became she became my Dr. Phil. Uh, I should have caught her outside. How about that? But um, <laughs> she then told me that I don't need to be out here dating. I should be hanging out with my homeboys instead. Or better yet, do I got a bitch that I used to fuck? Because I could go back and fuck her. And I'm, fuck that bitch instead. And I'm just looking like, what? What? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm missing some parts, but I'm going to try to fill in the gaps. And like, it was... It never all, because like, again, she was giving me these questions and I was giving answers and I was just talking. And and to, to me, this wasn't like a thing of intrigue interest. This was a thing of uh, pick apart interest from her. Like she was looking to pick apart different variables to see if it matched up to what she was looking for, which is fair. However, it's just different. Like when I say... It was a job interview. I'm telling you, bro. It was a job interview. I mean, just the question is really uh, uh, unorthodox. Very unorthodox. And um, we were talking about like love and how it works out. And the reason we started talking about love is because this woman is still married. She is legally separated in her words. Oh, wait a minute. Yes, yes, yes. That 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 was also disclosed. She is still married, um, but that's it, crazy. It didn't work out with them because she said she believed he was in love with who she was, but he didn't want to work to keep it together. So I said, "How how long were you guys married?" And she said, uh, "About." They don't work because they still are. Well, all right. How long how long have you been married? It's probably how right right. And she said, "Um, about three years." And I was like, "What? Wow! This is this just this is new. Like this isn't like years out. This you 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 just got married and whatever, whatever." And she also has a daughter, and she kind of questioned my involvement with my own kids because, like, most of you all listening don't know, but I'm with my kids a lot. Like they're my responsibility, so I'm all like I always have them, or they're always around, or something like that. And she thought, "Oh no, I could never do that. I could never allow my child to be with." her dad as much because she just means that much to me. So that's just strange to me that you are with your, your boys as much. Cause as a mother, I couldn't let go. And I just said, okay, like, it's not for me to question or judge that. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But she was judging me with her statement, which is all well and done. And now that we're speaking, of, 
That's now, so weird, man. Yeah, listen, <laughs> we're speaking about her daughter. I asked her before we left out the uh, restaurant when the music was still blasting. I asked her, I was like, um, how, how, how old is your daughter? And I heard 19 the first time. But then I also thought, it's kind of loud in here. Maybe I didn't hear that right. How, how old is your daughter? And she was like, oh, 19 months. I was like, what? You got a baby? <laughs> you got a baby and you still married? I was like, is, you know, it's your husband. He was like, yeah, he's a, yeah. Good fa- he's a good father, though. And that's why we got to go out, because she didn't have a daughter who was with her, the daughter's paternal grandparents or something like that. So it was all a matter of convenience for her. And she felt like she should take the opportunity because she thought I was cute and handsome or whatever. And um, she wanted to she wanted to meet up. Um, she gave me practical advice uh, a lot, uh, told me about my ex-girlfriends, right? Because she asked questions about all, like she wanted to go down my history and my past. And I was like, all right, I don't care. I'm not saying no names. You think maybe, you think maybe she was just like using you as a case study or something? No, <laughs> oh, it could be that. It was strange. Like she could be doing the same thing I'm doing right now, telling a story. <laughs> she could be right, telling right. a story. Um, as she asked about my past and how that worked out, and it wasn't too much of how that made me feel, but as a result, do you think you're a better person because of those things? And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Um, That's pretty all over the place. Dog, it was not, it was not natural. None, none of what happened was natural. It was, it was an unnatural occurrence. Um, she, <laughs> she gave me the advice that I'm going to give to, to my listening audience, all 35 of you guys. Um, you, you are not ready to be in a relationship until you think of your ex as a villain. You have to see them for the asshole that they are. That's what she told me. So unless you see your ex as a villain, you ain't ready, bro. You ain't ready at all. Wow. A villain. The words were a So villain. I'm wondering, is her is her husband a villain no, no, he right was, now? He was a good guy. She she said he was a good guy. Um he just didn't want to work. So I didn't like I didn't press that because like when when I say the way this stuff was coming at me, I was so like it didn't register until it was over with. Like my eyes had glazed over quite a few times, so I couldn't identify that this was the fuck crazy until I it was it was away and done. And I was like, that was the nuttiest thing I've been through. So we, we, so you were just kind of navigating it as it was hitting. Yeah, it was just coming, and I was like, oh, uh, uh, uh. So sometimes, like when somebody like hits me with something and it's too much, like I'll start doing the robot because it's like I can't compute. You know what I'm saying? It's just like uh, 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 the syntax error, the zeros and ones ain't translating. It's just it's just too much. And okay. it was like that. I didn't do the robot, but it was like I, like I was rolling like my head and twitching in my neck and stuff. It was. It was I would have added to the normalcy of the conversation. She asking you about your kids and you just break out in the robot in the car. You know what I'm saying? Just start doing a Michael Jackson. Look, it might have made sense to her. It might have made sense to her. But <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was odd. So. Then she like I'm 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 getting through it. And, like, like a skit, yeah. It's like a Dushyfell skit. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was something. Um, it it was it was the 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 after the advice on my ex, she kind of went in her purse and grabbed her keys. Right, you know that's a signal. I'm trying to I'm trying to break out. And this all in all lasted like an hour. I'm telling you, it was an Wait, interview. Would you look at the time. Yeah, it was, it was like that. But then she kept talking. She grabbed the keys and she kept talking and she was, this is the part where she broke up with me. 
Now, we were never together, but I'm pretty sure she dumped me right then and there. Um, so I got I got rejected. And it's okay because I, I don't think it would work out. But she um she when she went back to the um you should be hanging out with your boys or fucking an old bitch you used to fuck or something, but you you just shouldn't be dating right now. But we can be friends. Maybe we can go to lunch sometime because you're so handsome. And I'm sitting here like, this bitch has pity for me and I don't know why. <laughs> No, you know what it sounds like to me. What's that? It sounds like to me she just was like she wanted a cut, buddy. But well, well she she she, uh, she I don't. I don't she, it just so. sounds like she also just had some other, like she didn't want to have a cut, buddy, who was psycho. Maybe I don't know. Well, maybe she did want somebody who was psycho because I'm pretty rational. And um, because one thing she pointed out was like she is looking for somebody um really special because she could always like hang out or kick it or date or fuck or whatever, whatever. But she's not really ready to make that move right now. She's just looking for somebody who's really special. I can't remember the exact words, but the way she said it sounded like there was like patchouli oil in the air and lavender leaves. And just like, it was, it was, it was magic. And I would, I, I wasn't a part, I wasn't qualified to be a part of the magic. If you will. Um, well, count, count your blessings, brother. I think you know. I'm pretty sure I escaped. It sounds like you should be happy about that. Yeah, I'm. Pr- I'm pretty sure I escaped. Uh, and you know, she said, um, "We could be friends. We go for lunch sometime because you know you're so handsome, or whatever, whatever." And well, it was great meeting you. Like it was like an interview. It was like it, I thought to myself, like maybe I should be a gentleman and walk her to her car. <laughs> but she came across with the hug, gave me a kiss on the cheek, and was like. I'm gonna get going now, and just got out my car and just was was done. So I sat so there for at like. The end of it, did she hit you with the? Don't call us, we'll call you. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but it, without saying it, that's what she that's said. Mo- that's mostly how bad interviews go. Yeah, they, they but go. No, normally that they like they walk you out. Like it, it always ends the same way, right? All interviews usually end the same way, unless you're like really, really bad, and it just. I, I wasn't, I didn't have a copy of my resume with me. So maybe like I wasn't prepared with my answers. Maybe she needed to test me on what I was supposed to know, but like I, I, I didn't, I didn't meet the cut. And uh, in a roundabout way, I learned so much from that one hour. Um, wow. Just to, just to so not. Basically, from what I'm hearing, you got into a one hour relationship. Yes. And yes. got dumped. At the sixty-minute mark, I got dumped at the sixty-minute mark. That's that's what happened. It, she, that may be the the very antithesis of grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> uh, and then you know, you know what happened? Like, actually, I was on the phone with you yesterday, and before, and uh, she called, and that was because I had pocket dialed her by mistake. So when oh, she, Lord. <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> and when she called, I was like, oh, I didn't mean to call you. My bad. Um, I hope you're having a good day, but uh. That wasn't for you. I'm sorry. And she was like, all right, cool. <laughs> all right, cool. Like, well, I said we could have a you know lunch or something every once in a while, but not the very next day. Listen, yeah, it was, it was the next day. Like, um, yeah, I I don't, I don't know, bro. Like, I just I just I learned that I don't know. I didn't I didn't know that was out there. I didn't know things went down like that, and I didn't know I could fail so horribly. Sounds like Tinder is Alice in Wonderland, bro. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> all kinds of adventures and meet all kinds of kooky characters on maybe, your way to relationship land. Maybe, maybe. But you, it, generally, I think that's just that's life. 
but yeah, yeah, that that one that one was something else. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I, I I got to share it because uh, I really wish I could remember more of the details, but I think I erased those memories because they were painful. <laughs> or maybe she hit you with the with the men in black stick. Maybe. <laughs> It was like, when all she, you remember about me is these questions. Look, when, when she reached in that bag the first time, I don't remember what happened when she reached in there again. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you didn't see it? You didn't, I didn't see, see her it. angle in the bag? I didn't see it. <laughs> she just, it was a flash. It was a flash, yeah. and then she got out the car, and that was it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you got hit with the men in black joint, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, so if, if I gave that data score from a one- out of uh, opiates, uh, <laughs> I would okay. I would say like I was I was addicted to fentanyl. That shit was synthetic and weird as fuck. Like I I just I don't know, man. I don't know. Wow. Uh, well, all right. <laughs> uh, I I'm pretty sure you'll have more entertaining stories like that. Um, coming in the near future as long as you keep swiping right bro yeah i'm keep I'm, swiping right, I'm, I'm gonna take a break i'm gonna take a break uh, i'm gonna chill on the swipes that was enough that was that was enough for one month let alone one man and, um, <laughs> yeah that's that's interesting bro you gotta you gotta watch out there now that's my that's my man oldest said from martin watch out there now that, gotta that, watch out there now boy. That, that's what he said um nonetheless I didn't. I didn't. I didn't take the time so that you can uh, introduce yourself to this uh, podcast audience. So I just started talking. So um, you can go go right ahead and use this this time to advocate who you are and what you do if you like. Uh, well, this is uh, Jay Soul, aka the Black Sinatra. Uh, I am a singer, songwriter, and beat maker, producer, with an album out called Blame It on the Music right now. You guys should check it out. I got videos and everything, man. Just look up J-Soul Black Sinatra. Google that. J-Soul Black Sinatra. And get a bang out of life. A bang out of life? Is that what it is? Get a bang out of life, bruh. Okay, okay. I'm like mint chewing gum, son. It's just exciting and exhilarating. Ah. Yeah, no. <laughs> we're not We're not going to do that. He also, he, he does the intro and outro music. Um, If... if if you wouldn't mind, you know, you can you can you can name drop if you if you like for some some uh, acts you work with, um, national recording oh. artists, if you know if you would. I mean, you know, I've, I've done some things, man. I mean, she ain't the most popular person in the world right now, at least for <laughs> black people. <laughs> but you know, I've worked with Cassette Michelle. <laughs> See, I don't know if that's a credit anymore these days, but just, just put him in small print. That's all. Just put him in small print. Uh, Robin Thicke. Um, you know, Dwelle, Music Soul Child, uh, you know, um, Lettucey. You know, the list goes on and on, man. You know, all the way up to like Stephanie Mills and, you know, uh, uh, you know, take six things of that sort. You know what I'm saying? I, Eric Robeson. Yes. Yeah, um, that's, that's not You know. Yeah, you've done a little bit. Should, should bit. I stop? Should I stop? Should I stop? I mean, what, what about like, on the hip hop side? Like, uh, matter of fact, I just heard a new record from Master Killer. I was like, is that Jay's beat? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It could possibly have been because I, I have worked with Master Killer. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Wordsworth mm-hmm. uh, from EMC with uh, with uh, uh, Master Ace. Um, you know, um, I've done some work with uh, 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 you know a couple local artists. You know what I mean? Substantial, uh, Greenspan, um, and uh, more recently, I'm just working on some other projects. Um, 
with some other hip-hop artists around the country. You know, I've gotten shout-outs from Chuck D and, you know, DJ Premier, things of that sort. So, you know, we working, man. We're making things happen, you know what I'm saying? And just look out for it, brother. Got some stuff happening in 2017, 2018. Oh, yeah. music stuff like that. So, so I can also get a commitment from you to actually uh, tell a story in the show too, right? Yeah, I, hey man, I got stories for days, bro. Appreciate it. I got, I got some crazy ones too. <laughs> Appreciate it. No bad date ones though. I, I already got that field covered. <laughs> no, no, I'm good on that. Even though I got a couple of hard stories from there too, but hello, man. I don't want to put that out there. No more. I'm married now. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, look, I appreciate you being my co-pilot for this one because I needed it, and um. You need a co-pilot for that date. Listen, I needed, I needed like the devil and the angel on my shoulder, and was just like, kick this bitch out your car, nigga. Like, right. <laughs> get this retarded ass bitch out of here. Uh, hey, dog, unlock the door and kick her. Yeah. <laughs> that that one be Gucci man. Tell, like. tell her tough to roll, and when she say why, just open the door and kick her out. <laughs> oh no! I don't advocate that type of. Uh, that type of conduct towards women. What would Gucci do? He would kick that bitch out. Um, no, I wouldn't. Um. So, yeah, I, I think I think I'm gonna wrap it up. Uh, thanks again, Jay, and we will be hearing from you soon, Claire. Thanks, man. Yeah, I got you. That was my date. Made it. You're listening. You heard the story. Uh, Jay helped me out tremendously in telling that story because I needed that other voice to help push it through. Thank you all for listening to the By Chance Podcast. And if, in fact, you want to be featured here, it's pretty easy. Just get in contact with me. I'm Jay Del Negro. Everywhere. You got a story to tell? Let me help you tell it. And also, like, share, rate, comment, tell a friend. Get this out here. I need 36 listeners next week. Appreciate it immensely. I have a slogan. I'm going to get it right this time, I promise. In life... The only thing you can do is take a chance. That's wrong again, but that's what we're going to roll with. Thanks for listening. I'll be back again soon.